You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This pie is so good, it's making me come. <laughs> what? Listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Well, welcome, parents. Hello Thank there. You. Oh, that is his, that is the voice. That is the voice. You guys are so formal. Yes, thank you. It's so yes. lovely to be here. Uh, okay, you guys have listened to no, at he's least. A, he's got the. Uh, what? He's got the um, the uh, voicemail. Voicemail. Oh voice. yes! Before we get into it, we just discussed <laughs> that Rick was saying no one can leave a like very casual genuine voicemail like what do you can you explain this because i didn't get what you're saying and now i totally get it no what i was saying before is nobody leaves a voicemail that sounds like we're having a conversation it's more like uh hello this is your father and uh Ah. when you get a chance please um answer uh or call me later um it's not urgent but uh, i would like to talk to you it sounds stupid like that Yeah. yeah but here's what you're here's what you're not saying so my dad is the king of changing his voice on a voicemail, yeah. not to sound robotic, but to sound exactly like the person he's calling. Yes. So if he's calling someone who's Russian, for instance, hello, this is Rick Ostofi. <laughs> I'm going to let you know. I don't talk like that. Yeah. What are you talk about? Okay. So you guys, we have a couple notes we're going to make, but it's very casual. You probably listened to maybe at least half an episode, but before we get into it, uh, we want to ask you our famous question. I love you and you're annoying. So first of all, how long have you been married? Uh, this May will be 44 years. Diane, can you confirm? 
Yeah, oh, 44 years. <laughs> like, yeah. I think I was yeah. actually thinking it was 43. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 43 now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. After this episode, it yes. might not be uh, 44 either. There you go. What is one thing that you guys do? So we're going to ask both of you separately. Di, you can go first. What's one thing that Rick does that is like so annoying? I think probably it's more that I tell him things and then he says I never told him. Classic. Yeah. So, and it's so annoying because if we're going someplace, oh, we're going on Saturday to here. Oh, you didn't tell me. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, about five times through the week. But didn't he get his hearing tested and then blamed you that you hit at a different octave? And then they, like, didn't that (laughs) that actually happen? That's true. That's true. Yep. He did. (laughs) I didn't believe him that he couldn't hear me. And, uh, uh, no, we went. And to I the, have proof now. And yeah. also, he hired a hearing doctor and paid him to say that. <laughs> <Just wasn't> <laughs> yes, but the proof is a proof because, because it's, it's been, been proven. proven. <laughs> okay, I feel like that's just like a general male thing too, because Ryan's bad for that too. Rick, what's yours? You should just say nothing. She's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that the script? Nothing. She's perfect <laughs> for your life, for a happy life, for a happy life. No, um, I'll tell you exactly what bugs me all the time because I'm very honest about these things. I hate her face. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, you're, when you're asked a question and you're, res- you're replying to somebody, it could be a group, it could be just one person. And, and so when did you guys meet? Oh, let's see. I guess it was uh, 1976, maybe in... Uh, March? No, it was 1976 in February. Like that make a big difference in how this story is going to go? Oh my God, that is Ryan. He'll be like, one time when I was in grade seven, you know what? Was it grade? No, it was grade six. And I was in Mrs. Vording. No, it wasn't Mrs. Vording. It was, I'm like, I don't give a shit who your teacher was and what grade it was in because it doesn't affect the story. Like exactly. just tell the story. That is so Ryan. That, that, that's where you got it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's annoying. We only like to tell the truth. Yeah. Right? It's not a matter of the truth. I mean, what on earth difference would one day or one week or one year make to a story? It would at 2 o'clock in the morning now. when I'm thinking no, about not. it. Yeah, everyone's fact checking now. You, you got to find me on the webinars. to The webinars? <laughs> Out in the old solar system. <laughs> the World Wide Web. I understand, I understand that, that that's on the computers now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we we want to talk about some parenting things. So just in the difference of today versus your time, what is something that your parents told you when you were younger, like a child or whatever, that was like so bad? And then you found out later in life that they weren't like it wasn't that bad. And I'll give you an example. So we were told as a child never to put the light on in the car at night when you're driving because it's like a distraction and you could get pulled over like the backlight. And I like for years thought that this was like I'm going to be in trouble. And I didn't recently find this out until I was an adult that it didn't matter. My parents were just really annoyed when we had the light on in the car. So was there anything in your life that your parents were like, don't do that because it bugged them? But later you found out that they were just chucking shit. Yeah. Here's another example. We grew up thinking that quicksand, quicksand would kill us. Have you ever, ever been caught in quicksand? No. 
When would we ever have told you oh, that you'd probably. get... You didn't. I'm just saying. Oh. It, Maybe not that one specifically, yeah. Ryan. Well, he gave and us also, that quicksand, example. Quicksand could kill you, so that's not a good example. Like, but I might have told him, who's ever died told by him not to struggle I don't if he think gets so. in it. Right? Pardon? I might have told you not to struggle if you uh, happen to fall in quicksand. Just... <laughs> Why can't my mom and I not say quicksand? Quicksand. <laughs> no, you did. I'll be honest with you, mom. You did tell me. You totally told me how to get out of quicksand. Look for a branch, lay on your stomach, and pull yourself out of the quicksand. You never like know when you're going to be in quicksand. So to your point, dad, mom told me I would die with quicksand. Well, there you go. Why would we tell I would you never you tell die? you something I don't know, like that. but mom did. She also told me never, never, ever, ever walk away from her at Zeller's because someone will capture me and cut my head off. Yes. He A tells what? that story all the time because we're very honest with like, especially Riley, just with like the dangers and like social media and stuff that I'm like more honest that I feel like sometimes I'm like scaring the crap out of her, but I'd rather scare her than her be taken. Right. And Ryan is always like, well, listen, my mom told me. What, how old were you like five yeah five that it was when somebody they found that kid's head or something it was a very gruesome story oh, yeah. and he he was like yeah like my mom literally was like if you leave me at zeller's uh they'll cut off your head and we'll be like <laughs> look at her she's like yeah kids yep. really stupid did, shit yeah oh, i think it was probably the um adam. do you remember yes yeah. adam and his head was found in a river but you told Who's him adam? so young that, <laughs> Uh, the whole guy from uh, Unsolved Mysteries, his yeah. no oh, America's oh, un, uh, America's oh. Most Wanted, that guy, his son. Yeah, well, that's, his name that's is Adam. A, that's a true story. I know, yeah. but I was five, and mom, instead of just being like, <laughs> someone will grab you and take you, she said, someone will grab you, take you, and cut your head off. <laughs> she really, really wanted really to drive it home. <laughs> Can I take back what I said? What annoys me about sure? my wife now? <laughs> when she says stupid. That that's that's terrible. <laughs> You've impacted our son for the rest of his life now. But was there anything? Okay, but was there? That's why I literally haven't left your side (laughs) since. I'm a 38 year old man. Ryan, we're going. We're going to the bay, Mom. Mom. (laughs) Ryan, I'm trying to. I'm trying to buy a new bra. Can you give me some space? I like boobies. There's a man, and I think he's got a machete. That's not even funny. It's not. Okay, but hold on. Back to my original question. Was there anything ever that you found out later in life that your parents were just like chucking shit? Like they were just like, oh, don't do that because it's going to blank. Do you know what I mean? Like, was there anything growing up that now you were like, oh, man, they were totally like they just said stuff to us to make us like stop doing whatever we were doing because it was annoying to them. Oh, well, you grow up in the late 50s, early 60s, and I'm sure every parent at that time told their kids uh you know you got to eat everything on your plate you know how many starving kids there are in cabbage town and if you don't behave we're going to drive you down to cabbage town so you can see how poor people live well we were poor i don't know how poor the people in cabbage town could have been um my, my dad used to always say to me yeah you're like i was complaining about walking home and he would be like well we walked home uphill both ways in a snowstorm with a hole in my boot I didn't actually have shoes on at all. He had a soaker. A soaker. Like, like, just like completely one-upping. Because it's a different time where I feel like today everyone's complaining about literally everything. But you didn't, you didn't have any of that, right? Like, I feel like your parents were very honest with you. (laughs) No, your parents, your parents, I think, were naive. I think both sets of your parents were naive. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. 
Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. When you were, t- well, tell the story about when you were rolling cigarettes in your, uh, in your bed. <laughs> what? It wasn't a cigarette. It was a joint. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he tried to cover up for you and you're like, bruh, I'm cool. Okay. That? So I'm playing football, uh, 
thought you were going to say footsies. No, Diane Canadian junior football back in 75. And so I had the whole... Is it 75 or is it 76? Oh, well, let her... Was con- it fall or summer? I think it was in July. Yeah, good times. Mom might say it was August. At any rate... If you broke your thumb, it was, it was August. Well, how would you know? <laughs> we weren't even going out then. Yeah, well, you broke your thumb. Oh, oh, oh no, that's when I... That was I my asked, other... I asked you to come over to a pool party. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So the story goes, I had the whole football team over at the house, um, my dad's house, my mom and dad's house, and uh, we used my bedroom to roll joints, and my mom walks in and asks me what it is, and I say, oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's uh, cigarettes, I think, and uh, it's not mine. It's uh, one of the players. I was just cleaning up the mess that they left on the table. I think she bought it. She definitely bought oh, it. Oh, she bought the time that your sister was smoking, and she walked in the room, and your sister put her hand with a cigarette behind her back, and I was standing there watching her burning her sweater, <laughs> waiting for it to go up in flames, and there was smoke billing over top of her head, and your mother was, oh, okay. Was that all? I smell was... cigarettes. Nope, nothing. Okay. She's not was that, was that burns also, on her back. Was that also in my bedroom? No, that was down in the basement. Oh, because I remember the time that my sister came home really late at night, and I cl- and she Pulled climbed through the window, climbed through my bedroom window. So oh, my really? parents and my parents are walking back and forth. Where is she? Where is she? And finally, we sneak her into her bedroom, which is upstairs. And then I come upstairs and I said, what are you guys doing up here anymore? They said, we're waiting for your sister. I said, well, she's in bed. No, she's not. Oh, yeah, she's been in bed for hours. Wow. You're a good brother. And I helped I him with And that. shortly after that, the helicopter came and got you. No, no, that was years earlier. <laughs> so, Mom, here's... So, <clears throat> if anyone knows my mom from Instagram or anything like that, she's a sweet woman, so kind. This well, is leading okay, up to I'm something. Waiting. Yeah, but, <laughs> you, but. but you were not kind in school. You have always said, you were like, I was a bitch. I was prom queen. What do you mean, was? was. She was literally the sweetest woman. in grade school, I was... Tell us more. A little bit of a bully. Like how? Like what would be, what would your be defi- like what would be your definition of like bullying? Because I, it's so hard to see you like knowing you today. You're like the sweetest woman, and just but she came across that way even then. Mm. The best story I can prompt her to tell you about was when her brother and one of his good friends right. were shooting um, like a BB gun mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that at a, at the stop sign yes. in the in the city and and the cops came because somebody reported them shooting at the stop sign well, you carry on cuz it's your story i had the bullets in my pocket <laughs> the gun in my hand <laughs> and my brother and his friend had just come out of the house to come see me yeah cuz i was out in the front of the house shooting at the stop sign and the cop pulled around the corner pulled over and he took the gun and he checked it. And of course, I had just shot, so it was empty. Yeah. And um, he looked at the guys and he said, uh, Who's shooting? And he went down, looked at the stop sign, came back and he said, Who's shooting at the stop sign? And they said, Not us. And I just stood there, didn't say a thing. And he said, Okay, boys, I want you to empty your pockets. So they emptied their pockets. There was no bullets. Mine were full. <laughs> And I just stood there and looked at him. You, you did, know. Did, did you tell them after that it was you? Like the whole no, time? No, I wasn't telling them. The, the cop left. He had no proof. But do they know today? The, like your brother? Know? What do they know? They're going to come My and arrest brother over, knew? That's what I mean, your brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. you mean they're going to come and arrest me now? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knew? No, 
I just didn't know if your brother and his friend knew it was you the whole time. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he, he came out to see how. There's someone at the door. Dianosophy. <laughs> no, we no, heard that you shot. The good, the good thing is, is her brother didn't rat her out. Knowing, no, he didn't. Knowing that it was her. But that's not bitchy. Like, I would never be like, that's bitchy of you. No, no, no. My dad was saying that my mom's not innocent is what she oh. what he, was what no, he was saying. Far from it. Yeah. You're like, that's why I married her. <laughs> well, no, it was something else. <laughs> but you were you were a rebel, rebelish coming growing up. But then when you got to high school, you became a little snooty. No. Were you, would you say you were like awfully nice to a lot of people? I was nice to everybody, yeah. Oh. So I don't think the term bullying is correct. Like, I feel like you, you just did it. I was, I, but you, you know, also when, didn't take shit. And I don't think that's the same as being bullied. Like, you were you were never one to be bullied. And you also stood up for Daryl, like your brother, multiple she, oh, times. Yes, yeah. yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, she did. told I me these stories. She, and yeah. people knew not to fuck with her, but they would fuck with Daryl. Daryl, But oh, they yeah. wouldn't screw Can with you say me. fuck? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah shit fuck. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You can say whatever you want, Dad. Oh, all right. I'm just making can you sure. Say, it's so cute. You're an amazing mom. You're an incredible mom. Just so you know, I'm pumping your tires oh, here. You. But you also, you also were real with us. You never let us win any game that we ever played, like ever. That's like most moms. I don't know. No, most moms no. let their kids win. Come on. No, she does it Come even on. with the grandkids. Did, did, did Kim ever let you win? She did, yeah. But oh, Di- Diane won't even. That. She won't even let the kids like Cooper's one, and she's trying to race to the other end of the hallway, and oh, Diane no, will she, push him over. Oh yeah, absolutely, he, knock him right end. over. <laughs> yeah. So you were you, you were a little hard on us. Most moms, most moms. So he knows when I hit the wheelchair stage that he can beat me. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but your your attitude was, I'm I'm not going to let you win because if you ever do win, you know you won. Right. Right. So you, you wanted, truly, you, you were no, encouraging you us to win. Yep. But you weren't ever going to let us win. So you were tough. But I wanted it had you nothing to, know to do I'm, with it. had nothing to do with you kids. She just doesn't like to lose. It wasn't. But a I also wanted you guys to know what it's like to lose. I mean, the kids today, you know, everybody gets a badge. Everybody gets an award. award. And I mean, then life hits Horseshit. and you That's have negative things happen to you and you can't handle it. Yeah. You were probably the, of the two of you guys. Honestly, you were the straightest. You were the straightest. You you were scary, intimidating, Dad. But at times, until I got a little bit older. But you were the ones that were straight. Like Dad would would pump your tires and say, "Hey, that was a great game." Well, actually, no, that's not true. Either. That's not true. No, at all. yeah. You actually called you me a pussy one time after a football game. That was that not was after heart- a football. It was a practice. It was a heartbreak. Practice. Practice. You're talking about practice. I'm talking about practice. Not even a game. Not a game. Not a game. No, but Mom, you would say to us, you'd say, "Hey, listen, if you're ever in trouble in school." And you tell me that it wasn't your fault. I will believe you every single time. And I will defend you every single time. But if you ever lie to me, I will never defend you ever again. We were That's terrified. Really mean. We were terrified. Parents terrified are supposed to, to always protect their kids. In fact, uh, the last time I can remember, really remember something was when Michelle threw the shit in the guy's hat and, and rolled oh, over with her tires. And the police came to the house. And, and I don't know that story. Oh, we were living in, uh, no, we were living in Barrie at the time. Oh, okay. And this is going back a number of years. And, and this kid was bugging Michelle. So Michelle uh, got some dog shit and threw it in his baseball <laughs> hat. Stop. Oh, yeah. And then oh, rolled yeah. over it with And then rolled machine. over with the bike. Oh, God, maybe six, seven. Seven, oh, eight. Oh, my God. Yeah, so is... the cops came to the house. And, and in my calm, rational way, I looked at the cop and I said, look at her. 
Look at the look at the size of her. You really think that she would do something like that? Are you going to believe this kid? This this kid's bugging my daughter, and he's going to and you're going to believe that? Cop looked at me and he left. I and Michelle has a, and a Michelle lit cigarette burning her sweater behind her back. <laughs> but at the time, in all sincerity, I really didn't think Michelle did it. So at, at, during that moment, you oh, truly was like, she's innocent. <laughs> oh, the back, of course, like, I, thought she, of course yep. I thought Sounds she was like innocent because she didn't, she said she didn't do it. So I yeah. believed her. This is the difference between the two of you guys. Because even if you knew Michelle did it, you would have lied for her to the yeah. cop. and you would Well, said, probably. You would have said the same thing. Mom, on the other hand, when I stole that Beetlejuice. From Cuff him. When I stole from that, that Beetlejuice from Kmart, you pretended to call the police on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said, that's it. I'm calling the police. You stole from them and they're going to arrest you. And I ran away from home. And then what did you do when I ran away from home? Locked the doors. <laughs> in the middle of winter oh, in, in, oh, in the he, snow belt he of ran, Ontario. He ran to the side of the house and I watched him. And he put down a blanket and all his stuff underneath the dryer vent. And I had the dryer running. So I thought, oh, okay, I'm just going to turn the dryer off. So I, I'm five years old. It's in a blizzard. I find the only warm spot to to store myself in the even, in the nighttime, and you turn the heat off. This little shit is not staying under here. It was home really fast. You were asking for an example of kind of a shit she is. Yeah, uh, you know. There, there we go. go. I love it. Okay, so people have written in in my Instagram. I asked questions um, if the, what, like what we should ask you during the during the podcast, and one of the questions was. What were your first impressions of me? Because people, you do know, but I was a child when I met you. Like, we lived across the street from each other. So what was your first impression of me? Well, I had known you for such a long time, and I'm really good friends with your mother. So I didn't really have that first impression the same way as you would mostly have it. I was just very welcoming Mm -hmm. to you in the house because... You're just like, part of this, sort of the family that we've been sort of hanging around with. Yeah. Um, was I happy when Ryan started dating you? Yeah. Actually, I kind of like, no. kept saying to him. Also, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go out with Brittany? She's such a pretty girl and so nice. Hmm. And she's always washing her car outside, <laughs> wanting to get your attention. She's well, that's because worker. you didn't have hardly any clothes on. You did say Not that to me, Mom. You did say that to me, Mom. You you asked me why I wasn't dating Brittany, and I told you why I wasn't dating Brittany. And this is no lie. I said because I don't think there's anything wrong with that girl, and I have no reason to break up with her, so I'd have to marry her, and I don't want to get married to her. That was how it worked. Oh, this, is, this is a really weird question, <laughs> and I'm going to ask it anyways. <laughs> have you ever heard any of your children getting it on at any point of your life? Like you no. knew that it was no. happening. Wow. No. I told, I, that you is not did? what I expected. You no. did. We did twice only two times. Well I, did, I, well, I can't, I can't say, I can't say no, because I'm going to go back and again, back when we lived across the street from you in yeah. Cambridge and there was this party going on in my backyard, uh, late at night, we had a pool and a hot tub and and lights were on and I woke up and it was really early and I went in the back and actually it was just my son and her, his then at the time girlfriend. What? Not you. No. Yeah. Thanks. I would have remembered. I'd been like, can you not tell no. the story? And, um, the way that she was talking to me, I kind of figured, Hmm, something's going on. So I said, keep it down guys. And I went back in the house. 
Did, Ryan, did, were you aware that this happened until this exact moment? Oh, what my dad's trying to say is he never technically heard me, but he walked in on me. Oh my God, that's so uncomfy. Wasn't and also for me. very bad. Like hot tub, S-E-X, isn't that? I don't know why I spelled it out. Yeah. Wow, we're mature. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is interesting. I was uh, not expecting to say that. Okay. People, there are so many of this exact question, but just worded very differently. But people want to know how you guys specifically in your marriage keep the spark there. And that doesn't always mean like intimate, like just together and like wanting to wake up to the same person every single day. I want to talk about my Dianarisms. So mom, you've got some Dianarisms and dad, you've got some uh, daddy, daddy, daddy is a result. Ooh, that was so weird. Daddyisms. Daddy daddyisms. Oh, hey, no, my mom my mom has some some real zingers. My mom has given me some of the best advice ever. And so I'm going to read back to you, not read because I'm not looking at anything. I'm going to quote back to you some of the Diane Israelisms. Is I can talk. Dianeisms, mamaisms. You can't say it. Mom's not going to yeah. be able to say mamaisms that you have graced my presence over time. So Great. number 1, Number one, this goes back to the conversation that we were having about Brittany when you asked me if I should date Brittany. Sure. Yeah, no, that's one of them. So you had told me when I was 26 years of age, sitting in the back of a car. What? Yeah. Once I was 26 years old, my mama told me, son, you better get out of this house. <laughs> no, again. No, but in a roundabout way, you said to me, Ryan, I love you, son. This is where I got the I love you and you're annoying from. She was gentle and then hammered me. Also, thank yeah. you. Thank You're welcome. <laughs> so, so you told me, that Ryan, wasn't Peppa Pig. you're 26 years old. You're still living in my house. Your bedroom's disgustingly dirty. You don't have a real job. You need to do something about that. I said, I understand. And you said, no, there are two types of men in this world. One is a hunter and one is a gatherer. You are a gatherer, and no woman wants to sleep with a gatherer. <laughs> true or false? True. They're all going to be true. Oh. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So what, what do you got to say about that now? That's number one. Do you have any more? I got a bunch of okay, Diane. let's hear some more. She accepted. Diane, accept she's going to accept them all. Yeah. No, she has to accept them all. I just want to hear her. I want to hear her thoughts on this one. I want to know your thoughts on that. Okay. I, I, I've. That's the truth. <laughs> what do you want me to say? That's you wanted, how I you feel. wanted him out of the house. And, and, and when your kid's 26, you'll feel the same way. <laughs> Get out of my house. Get off my yard. Okay. Lawn. Uh, Diane, Dianerism, Mamarism number two. Uh, which one do I want to go with here? You give me some doozy ones. Okay, here, here's one. You said to me when I was about 14 years of age, this is, I, I'm interested to know why you told me this because it is it's a little creepy, but you told me when I was 14 years of age, Ryan, whatever you do, don't marry the first person you have sex with. I said, but why, mom? He wasn't and, 14, he was 22. And you said, no, that, had, that's, that ship had sailed a long time earlier. And you said, because you want to know if your partner's good in bed. True or false? I think that's probably true. <laughs> I love it. Something <laughs> like I would say. <laughs> I just said it was true. 
Well, yeah. I, you're, different, different from you, though. Yeah, your lessons are entirely different. This, Probably this, were. This is, this is the man. Daddies. This is the man that on my 16th birthday decided to grace me with a Playboy magazine because it had Sable from the WWE on it. Uh, and then on my 19th birthday, because he made a promise to me when I was eight, that on my 19th birthday, he would be the first person to take me to the strip club. So we know what my dad's advice has been for me. Pull up and pull towards you. <laughs> pull out. Yeah, and make sure. God, and God damn it, make sure you pull out. <laughs> I'm waiting. So, mom, tell me about that. So, that's a little weird, no? I just what, can't. I just out? can't imagine telling my kids. You know, make sure you sleep with lots of people before you get married. She, she was looking out for you. She Listen, she did it for me. Stay with a lot of or sleep with a lot of people. She said, right. just make sure that you sleep with. The person before you marry them no no no, no. that's not what she said she well, said make there. sure you have multiple partners so you know if your partner's good in bed she's right like yeah i, I, I love that I, she did that i, I appreciate that yeah. thank you this is weird okay do you have one more because i really wanted to do this quick game after okay so this is called um double meaning okay so i'm going to give you a scenario and then we're going to riff off things at the top of our head and don't feel like if you don't answer it right away we can cut the dead space just so you know okay so for example the first scene is what is something that you can say that would be both appropriate during intercourse sex and a funeral so for instance (laughs) and a funeral so they're accepted they're acceptable at both places but they're funny once you think about the like it being the other so here's an example (laughs) I know she just touched everyone in this room. <laughs> I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> you you would say you that s- in a at intercourse. You could. You could. She could be. A, she yeah. could be a prostitute. She touched everybody she, here. Yeah. Maybe there's an orgy. Yeah, like, yeah. They, we're not alone. I'll give you another example that I'm not reading. This just comes yeah, off the top of I my head. It. Okay. Oh, I wrote mine down. Oh, yeah. did you? Okay. So this comes off the top of my head. Oh, never seen ones that stiff before. Because it's the stiff body yep. and this yep. other thing. I got it. <laughs> that's yeah. very good. I got it. It wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> she has a different sense of humor. Yeah, I know. We, Ryan, not funny. No. Not <laughs> funny at all. Okay, so does it make sense now? You get it? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Like, are you just going to lie there? Oh, what? I was like, wow, he's not liking this. Oh, my God. He's... <laughs> Okay. Do you have one, Mom? I don't know. I I can't think of anything other than I'm thinking like a goldfish. I don't know. (laughs) Wow, you feel like... my God, they feel like a goldfish. Wow, this is like like fucking a dead carcass. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't most carcasses dead? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I have one. A bloated... The word was bloated carcass, not dead carcass, because... Most carcasses are dead. I'm sure your dad is looking down over us right now. Why would someone say that in bed? That's what I'm saying. It's funny and like weird. Like you just picture it. That's that's the that's the game. That's funny. What's the game? <laughs> like saying weird things that could absolutely it's inappropriately like like that shouldn't be said. But that's why it's funny. Like I got it. You get it? I got it. No. I I don't think you get it because that one is just a little sick humor. Okay. Yeah. Very sick. Oh, I have one. Oh, okay. It was the second stroke that did it. <laughs> nice, nice. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, I got one. Okay. 
You think they'll be serving sandwiches after this? <laughs> <laughs> Again, who's they when it's uh, the person you're in bed with? It's so literal. Maybe no. they're at like a porn shoot. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the question, what, the question was, where can you say the two things in the same scenario? How about, this is killing me. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I'm dead. <laughs> I got one. I got one. This is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my oh, entire is, life. This whole thing is just killing me. <gasps> oh my god! I got one. I got one. I just like how she was excited. I don't actually have one. Okay, I have one more uh, scenario. What, what, in the same in the same thing with the funeral and no, intercourse? No, no, it's very close though. Okay, so what is the same thing? What is something that you could say? at the dinner table but you could also say during sexy time i'll have some more of that exactly i'll eat that (laughs) way to take some time to think about that one mom (laughs) that was your mom that wasn't me that was really good but i love it first bite (laughs) oh my god (laughs) what have you been drinking that was really good but i still prefer five guys Nice. The burger. the burger place. Oh, the burger place. <laughs> you really thought hard about that one. I looked at no, that's Reddit. three men in a pizza place. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Three men in a f- a funeral. No, a, a grill. A full. What is oh. it? <laughs> what what is happening place? over there? Huntsville. Three men in a little baby. I don't know the one you're talking <laughs> a about. Frying pan. I don't know. <laughs> what can you say at the dinner table and also in the bedroom? Yes. It's really lovely when the four of us can get together. <laughs> I don't mind leftovers. Oh my god! Oh, I think I got a. I think I have a piece of hair in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You got hair in what you just ate. Actually, yeah, you yeah. probably keep on um, thinking about. Stuff. Oh yeah, I don't know. you could actually. I'm sure run you with. could. How was it? A bit dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so wrong it's so wrong this pie is so good it's making me come <laughs> what <laughs> where would you say that who says that at a dinner table i didn't puke say that at a dinner table who says that at a dinner table you know what guys this salisbury steak is amazing someone should fuck me <laughs> It didn't quite come out the way I wanted. <laughs> you think? <laughs> wow, this pie is so good. I just come in my pants. Wait, wait, what? Rick, you need to go. Dad. <laughs> okay, well, er- erase just, that well, one. No, I was not. In your face afterwards, was like looking for approval about like how good it was. That was good, guys, right? No, right. no, no. We got to re- erase, erase that. No. That is amazing. Oh my god, that was so good. Wow, this pie is so good. I'm coming. I'm coming. No, it's, wow, this pie is so good. It makes me want to come. I come. Oh, okay. Okay. Next question. Oh my god, it's not even a question. The last one is. I like it a little pink in the middle. Who doesn't? I'm gonna throw my stick up against that empty window. Oh my god! Oh 
Oh my god, I feel like that's it. I have to end on that. That was so good, Rick. Oh, yeah. All right. Can we can we ask you guys um, one piece of advice, marriage advice? Give us a marriage advice for you guys are almost approaching forty five years of marriage. I if it's not successful, at least you're putting on a good front. You spend a lot of time together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Give us some advice. What What would you suggest to this generation when it comes to marriage? I would probably say pick your battles and, uh, yeah, pick your battles and, um, listen to each other. And sometimes you'll think that they're crazy. Um, and they might be, and you let them, you know, do what they need to do at that time. And sometimes they come in pies. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to let them come in the pie. Hey, you put me on the spot. Come on. Well, one thing I would have to say is don't go to bed mad at each other. Whatever it is, before you go to bed, make up. Um, And the other thing is, predominantly for, for younger people just starting out, you're going to go through some pretty hard times uh, financially. Everybody does. It'll pass. Mm-hmm. Don't fight over it. Just move on. That's a big one because money is one of the biggest triggering. Absolutely. Sex is the other. Right. It's bad. Yeah. And that's where Diane's question or comment about making sure you had sex before yes. comes into play. And now she just buys you the Costco pies. <laughs> Yeah, Rick, have sex with this. It's the the meat pie, the chicken meat pie. Strawberry rhubarb is my favorite. It is. I know. Because it's pink inside. Because it's pink inside, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, last question, very similar. I thought that was the last question. No, no. It was. He was like, and the last question. Last question, very similar. What advice would you give to parents? To parents? Mm. Love your kids. Always. Always, yeah. And trust them. Trust them. Trust them. Yeah. Even sometimes you, you've got to be you've got to be the the uh, the safe spot for them to land. And if they don't feel that they can come to you with anything, that's when trouble happens. They've got to be able to want to come to you for anything. And then all of a sudden they get to that age where they don't have time for you. They've got friends, they're working, they've got school, they've got lives. And it goes really, really quickly. That's making me sad. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> I love your dad. I love your son. That's and then they're like 26 your, that's and more voicemail. There's, there's another thing. Yeah. That's what I that's say a to dadism. you every time. That's a dadism, I guess. Oh, we got lots of dadisms. My dad does two things. Number one is he can never burp without saying yep at the end of it. Really? Burr, yep. <laughs> Every single time. It doesn't even matter if it's a big one or a little one. Burp. Yep. <laughs> and and then the opposite is true whenever we golf, which is probably the most annoying thing in the entire world. My dad is incapable of of <laughs> incapable of not telling you you had a bad shot. Everybody in golf, when they have a bad shot, they know they have a bad shot. It's an internal thing. They're pissed off. The world is like the, the golf etiquette is say nothing. My dad, Kit, he's literally, his lips are sealed. And he's like, nope. Every time? Every time. You hit it? Nope. I'm like, fuck, dad. I know it's a nope. I don't need to hear it. 
is it? That's one time I'm like, Dad, people aren't going to want to golf with you. You can't do that to people. I do that? Yes, you do that. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Next shot. Nope. Oh, I do. <laughs> well, I'll, nope. I'll try not to do that again. That's nice. Yep. Yep. Brr, yep. Thank you so much, you guys. That was so much fun. Like, so much fun. We love you guys. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. Too. Love you, too. I can't wait for part two. <laughs> okay. He's like this. Like, maybe the can't 103rd wait, episode. Perfect. Like a back-to-back. Beep, 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 beep. Lost the everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist, but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 